break me down, Catherine. Break me down. <laughs> Ask me all the questions. Well, I can't just like look redo into my it. soul. <laughs> I don't know what kind of struggle you're going through. I don't know what the situation may be, but you serve a mighty God. And another one. (laughs) (laughs) So we're here. We're recording our very first episode. The first time. The first time. And I got to admit, I was feeling like we talked about it today, which is what we're going to talk about (sighs) in this episode. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I'm getting nervous. See, those nerves come when it's like you finally are here ready to do it it's like those nerves are right here but we have uh had a talk today about um just getting this podcast going um I have been working really hard in any spare time extra time that I've had to like really perfect the design the logo the marketing everything that I have wanted to make this podcast um as perfect as possible. It's been something that I've been wanting to do uh, for a long time. So it means a lot to me. So yeah, here we are finally recording this episode. So what did we talk about today? What did we do today? We, we, what did we do? We decided that we were going to do a like time for prayer and devotional together during this time of quarantine, just to, like keep growing and really intentionally grow closer to God. Something Julian kept saying was, I don't want to grow farther from God in this time. And so we're, you know, trying to make those decisions that just bring us closer. Even if there are little decisions, like we're going to do a five minute devotional every day together. Mm -hmm. Um, So we did that. We, what else did we do? We got on a church call about leading small groups Mm -hmm. I took a yoga class and then we went on a walk and that's kind of what, um, what drew out this conversation. We walked like six miles. Okay. We walked like three miles. Same. Barely three. Six to me. It's like dog ears. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But for real, like it was like as much. Okay. So when I go on walks, okay, I feel like it, you already know it takes a lot for me to get going in those ways. It's always like a mind. Like physically, you mean? No, mentally, mentally. It's a mental thing. And I've, we've had these talks before. (sighs) I have to take like a deep sigh because this is like, you know, it's bringing back up like what we talked about when we were out there. So it's like a whole mental thing for me to get going. It's, it's the walking that I know how I'm going to feel. Then I think about how long it's going to be. And it's like, I want to do it, but I have to get all prepared. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I get prepared to the nines when I go, <laughs> <clears throat> I get my little camel back thing. I took the water pack out of it and I keep it to keep my keys and like a little, little safety precaution weapon <laughs> type thing, little oh my pocket knife, just in case in this weird world we're in now but um you know that's like my that's like my way of like preparing 
or like the mental aspect. That's like, you know what I mean? You control the things that you can control because you know that the pain is coming. Exactly. And like when we're out there, you know, like I'm trying to get my legs moving, moving again, excuse me. And it's, you know, I already feel the burn in my mind. And, but the further we went and the more we talked, like I didn't really notice it anymore. And not to get too off topic, but that's kind of like how it is with how it was with this podcast. Like Mm -hmm. I was doing everything I can to like prepare, over prepare. And I feel like I still haven't (laughs) like done enough, but I keep doing it because it's a way for me to prolong the process before getting actually starting getting out there. And it's also a way for me to kind of like be in my own zone and set up accountability for myself. So it's like a double edged sword, Mm -hmm. you know, so what were some of the things we talked about? <laughs> well, so he has been just really working hard at creating little um, graphics and just like things that we would use um, like to send out to people or, you know, just getting um, getting everything in order that like he really enjoys, like, mm-hmm. you know, creatively. Yeah. And it's like... Well, that's all great, but like you don't put out a podcast unless you have an episode recorded. Exactly. And (laughs) so I've been asking, when are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? And like both of us have been really putting it off. It's not just him, but (laughs) we've been talking about what we're going (laughs) to talk about in the first podcast for a long time. Yeah. And then let alone it was our walk today. So maybe God knew we needed to have that talk. Yeah. So um, what were some of the takeaways though? Like what was the, the beginning, the, the questions, like take them through the questions you were asking me. So I was asking, um, sort of about how his, his, uh, his time, like his, the, the time he devotes to creating these graphics or like spending doing these kind of side projects for the podcast instead of actually diving into like the meat of it is is that a way for him to I don't know how did I say it I'm afraid that's why I'm asking you (laughs) (laughs) but you were pretty much asking me like is that a way for you like are you holding off on something like are you like doing it so you don't have you're pretty much asking me like are you doing all these things for you not to like do it yet mm-hmm. like what are you waiting for pretty mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. um yeah so when you asked me that it like went down this whole like vent session like rabbit hole type thing where literally i think like the last two miles of our six mile walk we <laughs> the last like literally the last mile I had like a second win because it's like it's almost like that mental thing was breaking down and mm-hmm. like i felt better in a way And I felt more encouraged and energized. Mm -hmm. But to get to it, basically what happened is like Catherine was like, she does, she has this like thing where she can just continue to ask questions. And it's not in this like nagging or, or annoying way, but it's like this way that really makes me think. And it's one of the reasons like why I really truly believe like I fell in love with you and we're in this like relationship like this long you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and and going strong um shout out to a relationship but (laughs) but no it it is one of those reasons and I tell you that all the time like you challenge me you challenge Mm -hmm. me in those ways you like know how to do that so for me it was like realizing that I'm 
doing all these things except for the actual part of the podcast that needed to be done, which is recording an episode. I've done the trailers, did all that, tweaking them and tweaking them, tweaking them, graphics, tweaking them, tweaking them, tweaking them. Um, But to actually sit down and record, I told her I was nervous. Like I was scared because I feel like the moment that I put this out there, this is me being vulnerable. This is us being vulnerable. But the moment I do this, like that's it. I let go of the control. Mm Mm-hmm. The moment I record that first podcast, it's it's double-edged sword. It's I let go of that control, but now, oh, crap, like I'm in this. Like I have to keep going mm-hmm. because I've told a lot of people and a lot of people have encouraged me. And I told them I want them to be on here. Mm-hmm. And so, But I've started a lot of things in life and haven't finished them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not because I'm lazy or anything like that. It's because like I love to do different things and I, I feel like I'm good at a lot of different things. And I think mm-hmm. I said this in like mm-hmm. the trailer too, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's where it was at. So you like really helped me like therapize me in that <laughs> way you even said. So like take us more through what happened. So I think through realizing that as almost a distraction, he was throwing himself into these little projects and Um, not, you know, diving full in. Mm -hmm. And I think something that he realized was kind of a reason he was doing that is, um, because like, that's, that's his like comfort zone. It's like he, he can, if he can create it, um, to be, you know, he can create the image that he wants like that's his safety net is, is the image and is like putting on. And I don't know if I'm like getting this right. Cause this is, this is your story. Yeah, It's well, it's our story. Like we, you know, we go through it, but yeah, it's a safety net. It's a comfort zone. Um, but really it's like, we talked about image. Mm-hmm. So this is like me really letting, letting go of control here. Mm -hmm. Um, I never realized I had such a problem. I don't know if it's a problem or just such a, what would you call it? Just attachment, an attachment to like my image. And I'll be honest, like it starts with like everything to like what I'm going to wear. I mean, obviously like we're in a time where (laughs) I've been wearing (laughs) shorts and this is probably the joggers, the same joggers. I've been two joggers. I've been, um, (laughs) (laughs) cycling through, cycling through and (laughs) rotating every day and they're both black. So, (laughs) um, but I've been just trying to figure out like why I can't let go and just jump in and do it fully. Like I get the idea, I get started. Great. Awesome. Do it. But it's the, it's the attachment to my image. And once it's out there, that's my image. It's out there. And that's what people are going to see. And I always have this thing where I just want people to know, like, I know I'm goofy. I know I'm funny. I know I can make people laugh. That's my comfort zone. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I also want people to take me seriously. I want to be on a level where people can see that I'm capable. Mm-hmm. And if people don't see that I'm capable, that is like my damaging thought. Mm-hmm. That you're not capable. That I'm not capable. Mm-hmm. And probably one of them. And it's so damaging that I will stay in like this Groundhog Day effect, continuing to do the same things 
acting like I'm getting somewhere until it kind of dissipates and like, I'm like, Oh, onto the next thing, Mm -hmm. you know? So this is me really letting go of the control. And like, that's what scares me because it's not about being like, I tell people all the time and I tell you, this is not about doing, I'm not doing this to be something or somebody like I'm doing this because I feel like I've had this calling on my heart for a long time. Like I want to have a voice somehow in people's lives, but I don't, I'm not trying to be the voice. I'm not trying to be like their influencer. I'm not trying to be any of that. I want to, I want to just encourage people. That's all I've ever done in my life is just make people laugh, encourage them and like just push them to reach their dreams. And then like by doing that, that's really like where I thrive is like seeing people do good at what they do. If somebody's great at graphic design, I'm like, Hey man, like somebody asked me about this. Like I, like I want you to go on that project. Somebody's great at video. Somebody's great at doing anything else. And it's like, I have the opportunity asked to me and I know, Hey, maybe I can't do it, but this person can. So that's kind of where I feel like I thrive, but yeah, like it, it was an image thing. So like what, what did, what went through your mind when we finally kind of got to that? Um, I mean, from like the time I met you in El Salvador, that was a theme that you talked about was, I don't feel like I'm taken seriously, but you still, I didn't feel like you had any walls up there. Like you would be goofy one moment, but then you were like really like genuine and, and deep and um, like intentional and, and not serious, but, um, but you, you were attentive. Mm. And so I think that's something, I don't know. I've, I mean, I've seen you struggle with that since I've known you. So I think, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because it's like, it's your, it's your thing. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, but that's the point. Like, just say what you feel and we can talk from there because I want to know, like, sometimes I can't see it. I'm the person going through it, but I can't see it. I'm, I'm like in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes it takes for somebody like with you, like, we'll, and this is a story that we're going to get to next time or in, in the future podcasts. Um, but like with you, like sometimes it takes somebody calling you out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes somebody like snapping you out of what you think is your reality or going to be your reality mm-hmm. and you need to set them in place. So that's all about accountability. And yeah. the biggest thing that I need is like to know like, hey, I am not like I don't need to impress anybody. I don't need to have control over the image that I have because I know myself like me. Like I know me and I know I'm my best self and I guess we can call that like the true north mm-hmm. you know and and we'll get into what what these terms mean um but that is like my true north is knowing like th- being that encouraging person being that genuine person whether I'm making like laughing being goofy just messing around or bringing it down and staying grounded being attentive being intentional like that is my true north that's why I keep going because I know that like I can make other people happy. 
And that's what makes me happy. And that's not like to sound cliche, but like, that's really what it is. Like I love when I'm in small group, I love the one-on-ones after when we pray for each other. Cause that's like intentionality, man. Like that's where the deepness of the conversation really comes in and you get to meet that person one-on-one right where they're at, you mm-hmm. know? And it's kind of like what we're doing right here and what we plan to do in this podcast. Um, but no, it's like, say it. You're like, you're my girlfriend. You're the person that is with me literally 90% of my life right now. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially through everything the last like seven months, like we've survived an earthquake together. (laughs) We are trying to survive the coronavirus together. Like we hiked an active volcano. Like you never know what's going to (laughs) happen, but like, I want you to tell me the truth. You know what I mean? So like, go ahead, like be open. I mean, I think like something that you realized is that you you really rely on like these things that you can't control because they give you a sense of like th- this is what I ha- I have together and this is what I can put together. But it's almost like once you step into something that like you loosen the grip of control a little bit, then you start to doubt yourself and when you can't control, you know, how people, what people are seeing, because with these little graphics, like you, you control the thing, the thing that goes into their eyes, you know, mm-hmm, like yeah. you create that, but like you can't control how someone like perceives you. Yeah. And which it's funny that you say that not to cut you off, but it's probably why I made an animated version of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though it's pretty dope. Yeah. But it's probably why, like, I'm I'm sure subconsciously, mm-hmm. like, our cover art is an animated version of, like, an actual picture of us. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, like, honestly, that image thing that I struggle with. Yeah. And that's, that's, like, how pervasive, like, that damaging thought can be. It shows up in, like, in ways that you don't even know that that, that's what's driving like your actions and that's what I think is just so powerful about like this uncovering process is like you just become so aware of of how that that lens is clouding your whole life yeah I think that it's really something I am like how we said this is not about like how I can fix myself but I'm learning something new every day and it took to go on a six, eight mile walk today to like, (laughs) (laughs) it just keeps getting longer (laughs) because I'm setting those goals for myself. Okay. (laughs) I said today, guys, (laughs) I've, it goes back to this too. I've been always wanting to run a 5k and I'm sure I told you that a lot. And now like we literally cannot run a 5k. Like, I mean, we still, I still can technically, but you know what I mean? In a big group, Mm -hmm. like I'll never, I, I don't know when I'll have that feeling next, but like, I put that off for so long, you know, but back to that, like, it's just feeling like I have to walk through this. Like now I know now it's going to be out there. Now people are going to hear that. And hopefully my friends, family, like people that I come across, like that are listening can hold me accountable in that way. Not Mm -hmm. see me for being this person who cares all about his image but holding me accountable, praying for me, you know, talking with me, asking me how I am, like, 
you know, having a real conversation with. And I really feel like that's what I need. That's what I need. And I, I don't have anybody to impress. I don't need to impress anybody. Obviously, I want to present myself to the best of, of what God has given me. Like, you know, my dad would always tell me, like, anything you do uh, for God, like, you, you do your best for him. You know what I mean? I'm not perfect. And I tell you that all the time. I am not perfect. But if I'm going to do anything good, it's going to be like perfection for God or as close as I can get there, even though I know I will never reach that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to do anything, you know, we're, we're keeping it clean. So <laughs> I don't want to do anything halfway, halfway. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I feel like I've done a lot of things halfway and I feel like I'm walking through that and I'm getting through it. And you've been such a huge help. I'm glad that I have the parents that I have. I'm glad we have the church we have. Mm-hmm. My goodness, like, we're going to talk about this stuff, too. Like, this church has been, for both of us, probably a saving grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the people who make it up and, and our friends, the small group friends, um, Alpha, which I didn't get to finish <laughs> this year. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a lot of things that that I have to walk through still. And that's one of them. And there was one other thing that we talked about too. Like you mentioned it a little bit while ago, but like the self doubt yesterday, like last night I was at a point where I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Well, it's because it like, it just feels like it's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work. But I do have a passion for talking with people, and that's why I want to hold this space. But, you know, from from what we talked about today, like, you know, you use the word therapizing. Like, just what was your approach to asking me those questions? What was your whole thought behind it? Well, I think a lot of, like, the way that kind of get people more clear about what it is they're going through is just keep asking like what's underneath what's underneath and it's like you know the surface like behavior is always it's it's never the issue even when it's something serious like drugs or you know whatever any kind of addiction like that's that's not the that's not the issue the issue is what's underneath that and so I just always ask like you know what would happen if he if he doesn't have those those images and what would it mean if people didn't like it like what is you know so um yeah yeah no that makes sense and I think that goes back to the mindset that I had when we were in El Salvador like I went there for it was a time that I needed to commit back to God and even going on that trip was just very scary um it was new to me like I was going with people I didn't know, but again, our church, <laughs> amazing job at just preparing us, training us, getting us close. Cause when we got on there, man, like that, there was a one night where we just all just like a hundred percent, like walls down vulnerability in a big circle, like legit, like tangible, tangible vulnerability which is why this has been on my heart so much to do. But the mindset that I had going on to that trip was that I wasn't there for me. 
all we could do was show up and be a tool for what he wanted us to do. And that's what I want to do with this podcast. Mm -hmm. So it's taking me back to that time where when I show up, I want to show up for him. Yeah. I think that's also like a reminder to yourself with everything that you want to present in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. like you're reminding yourself that you don't have to put that image on here and that's not what you want to do. Yeah. No, I I don't. And, and I always notice that like anywhere I go, like I'm going to do whatever I can for the next person too, you know? So like that goes back to the encouraging thing. And that's where I thrive. That's where it keeps me going. And there's nothing like creating vulnerability by, you know, like saying, talking about the very thing that is right in front Mm -hmm. of us. I think like a lot of times when you're trying to like work on something, like look at the very thing that is right in front of you because so many times you look at like, well, in my job in this and that, and it's like, no, like what is this moment right here telling Mm. you? And it's like that damaging thought, it shows up everywhere and in so many ways. So it's like, take the present moment and like that is a great access to get clear on what what you're dealing with. Exactly. And it's like a yoga term, like the drishti, Mm -hmm. like setting your focus. Mm -hmm. You know, we hear that word a lot too, focus. And like, and we were, when we were doing yoga the other day and it was just like, I, that was one of the moments where I felt like, like, man, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to record because like I'm leaving everything else outside of this. And right now I'm setting my focus on like what my intention is, Mm -hmm. like what my word is and everything. And it's like momentum, Mm -hmm. you know, I know I said motivation, but really it's momentum Mm -hmm. because once I get that motivation going, I can rev myself up. Like I said, rev myself up, but then I got to keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's where the momentum comes in. And that's all through like focusing. Mm-hmm. because when you were doing what airplane stance, right. And yeah, we're talking about yoga. She's got, I'm a yogi now, <laughs> <laughs> but that airplane stance, like, you know, it's like, what do they say? Root to root to rise, root to rise. I love that. Ooh, root to rise. So <laughs> one more time. One, two, three, root, root to, to rise. rise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but, there's so many good things in that because it, it sets your focus. You're thinking about every little muscle in my foot, spreading my toes, all of that. Like you didn't think I take took this away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. Yeah. But it's like w- really when you do one little thing that you don't think affects it, like, you know, my, my shoulders jacked up my right shoulder. Um, cause I tore my labrum. But when you set your, uh, focus on your, Uh, foot to plant in and that extends your hip and that allows you to get more reach Mm -hmm. in the arm i never would have thought of that Mm -hmm. because everything flows together i'm thankful that you're here with me (laughs) to help ask (laughs) me those questions and challenge me and i am so excited to see what's going to happen with this do you have any last things to say just about what we talked about well i think like what is your true north using using my yes as as like an or whatever it is that i need to to like keep keep my grip on but throw in front of me to get that leverage and pull me forward momentum momentum boom 
feel like I need a catchphrase. <laughs> Momentum. No, that was stupid. Okay. But yeah, that's honestly, like, that's exactly what I picture. So, yeah, my true north was right now, and I feel like I'm going to build off of it, was using yeses as my my momentum, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that feels good. Like, I feel liberated right now, like, for real. I feel like a lot of, like, all that nervousness and not anxiety yet, but <laughs> I feel like all that's kind of, like, shut off right now. But, yeah, man, like... It feels good. It feels good to talk about this. And and I describe vulnerability as, like, beautiful. Like, there is no, you can't put a price on that feeling. Mm-hmm. You just cannot put a price on that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think I'm good right now. I feel good. And I'm ready to keep doing this. Okay. I'm ready to keep doing it. I feel like we got the first one out of the way. Mm-hmm. Got the first win. Mm-hmm. 162 more to go <laughs> baseball term okay all right well Catherine, do you have anything else to share you had anything you want to tell our our listeners our fellow walkers follow us on instagram where are we at on instagram at we study walking we study walking on instagram we study walking on twitter and we study walking dot buzzsprout dot com you're gonna get there. Take my